Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? This is Kim here, and welcome to Bravo! East Coast Housewives. I'm wishing you a happy Monday. And what are we on the seventh week here of the quarantine? Sixth week? I don't know. It almost feels like a year already. I can't deal. But everyone stay inside, wash your hands, do all that shit, or else we're going to have to stay in for the next two years. Like, let's take this shit seriously. For real. Now, a little bit later on in the show, I have a special guest. Nice little surprise for you. Um, But before we get there, I'm going to do a little bit of what the bravo. Now, first of all, thing that I found out, super disappointing. I was so looking forward to it. So upset. Apparently, Real Housewives of Potomac did not premiere yesterday, and I am super pissed about it because I put that shit on my calendar. I said it to you guys all the time. Be prepared. May 3rd, same way that I did for Real Housewives in New York. Their reasoning is because of COVID-19, they're pushing back the premiere date. They don't want to overlap it with the other Real Housewives shows. Now, for example, Real Housewives of Atlanta is right Now, on Sundays, we are getting prepped and ready to go for the virtual reunion. I saw the trailer for it. They look amazing in their homes. They're beautiful homes, but they're still decked out in their sequin dresses, and they're still throwing shade left and right and all this shit. Looks really, really good. I see Nini eventually go up to the camera of her iMac or whatever the hell it is, and she's like, bye. So I want to know what happens. Does she leave the reunion early? Does she not? We all need to tune in. So people, tune in. We're Housewives Atlanta. Pretty sure the reunion sometime next week. Moving on from that, Married to Medicine LA, they premiered yesterday. And I have to say, I've never really watched a lot of the Married to Medicine, but I did watch a little bit of it. Not necessarily the ones in LA. I watched some of the episodes of the gals from Atlanta And listen, they're just as dramatic as our housewives. So if you guys haven't checked up with Married to Medicine ladies, yeah, check them out. So one other thing that I need to mention, Kelly Dodd. Lord, love her in different ways. But, and I love her as well. However, she does find a way to fuck herself over. Let's just be real. She went online and she made a public apology. She apparently said through this whole COVID-19 thing, she basically said it was a way of God thinning the herd. That's some fucked up shit. Kelly, okay, you apologized online. You apologized to people. But guess what? It's already out there. We've already heard your thought, okay? You literally said it just like that. I know that you don't think before you speak, but girlfriend, that was bad. It was bad. And I don't know necessarily if that public apology will do anything, in my opinion. I just think that was low. That was low. Uh, And then Camp Getaway, it actually premieres tonight. So, you know, get your schmores going, light up your stove, your gaslight stove, Uh, turn on your oven, get your s'mores ready, get your mallows in there, get your chocolate, tune in to Camp Getaway tonight. 
So I don't know if any of you watched Family Karma this season, but I did. Totally loved it. Anisha is my girl. Vishal is hilarious. And I'm disappointed that they didn't do a reunion show for Family Karma. I mean, they've done it. They're doing it for Summer House. They did it for Below Deck. And y'all know my feelings about Below Deck. I'm not the biggest fan, but I did like Kate Chastain. So that's all I'm saying. But I really feel like Family Karma should have gotten a reunion show. I think it would have been really good. The way that Vishal is scared of his mother-in-law, soon-to-be mother-in-law, that's hilarious. I would have loved to have seen that on the reunion with Andy talking to them about that. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe for next season, if they have a next season, I really hope they do because I thought it was an amazing show and they were all hilarious. So Family Karma, I vote for a reunion show. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know. In other news, we find out that Gigi finally had her baby boy, Elijah. I don't know when she had it. I can't. Maybe at the end of April or something. Uh, But yeah, so baby Elijah was born. And the reunion for uh, Shaws of Sunset, I believe, is next Friday. That will be interesting because if you saw at the season finale, you saw that MJ thought Reza was going to lift the restraining order and the charges against Tommy from the whole plant throwing shit. And I think Reza was totally all about it. But of course, his husband, Adam, I'm not the biggest fan of Adam. I was at the beginning, but now I'm still deciding. But because Adam feels kind of threatened and he feels scared of Tommy, he doesn't want the restraining order lifted. Neem is the one that opens up his big mouth to tell MJ that Reza is not lifting the restraining order. Well, obviously, MJ gets pissed off. And that whole scene right there is the number one reason why Reza's never met Shams, why Reza's probably never going to meet Shams. Uh, unless the restraining order is lifted. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. So the reunion's going to be very, very interesting. And I also think with Gigi's new little baby, I'm pretty sure she's not going to set any play dates anytime soon with baby Elijah and baby Shams. Weirder things have happened in the universe. Hopefully everyone can reconcile and get back together and be all super lovey-dovey and family, but we will see. It is 2020 and some shit has gone through the fire and we are just in a weird different time right now and it's crazy and it's scary. Am I optimistic? Eh. Am I skeptical? Yes. But I'm also hopeful that we will be better and the Shaws of Sunset people will come together and be a family again. Fingers crossed. Alrighty there, you guys. I have today a special guest, a dear friend of mine, Brent Griffin. Hello, my dear. How are you? I'm doing well, Kim. How are you doing? I am so, you are so enthusiastic. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's going on with you? How are you with the quarantining? Like, how are you staying sane? I'm, uh, I'm playing my horn. I'm doing a little bit of writing. Um, talking to my family. Yes. The good thing about that, you know, people that, at least in my case, like I find myself having phone conversations with people that I don't usually spend extended time on the phone with. For sure. But, but you know, that's just like everybody kind of checking in and making sure folks are cool. So. Yeah, calling calling on the Zoom, not the Facebook. Facebook is over. Zoom is where it's at. Well, I mean, like phone calls. Oh yeah, old school. Yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. bring those back. Yes. Yeah, these, they they still do exist. They still do work the way they are were intended to. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So is it like high school friends? No, like musician homies, but just like people that I haven't, 
you know, really spent extended time on the phone, not talking for music. sure. Oh, just like, oh man, how you doing? You good? What's happening? Like that kind of. Thing. Oh my god, I wish I was a fly on the wall to hear those conversations because I probably know who they are. Yeah, you, yeah, you know a handful of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. So, mind you, people, Brent is an amazing saxophone player, one of Chicago's finest. And if we weren't quarantined right now, his ass would be all over Chicago, gigging it up, making himself well known, and all of you would fall in love with him as soon as you saw him. So there's that for you. But now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of our New York gals. So Brent, let me let me ask you, what are your thoughts of... New York right now, the ladies. Give me your lowdown, your thoughts. Who is who? Like, what do you think of Tinsley? What do you think of Luann? Like, just what's going on? So I, uh, where do I start? He's a newbie to the the New York Housewives, by the way. Well, He's well I guess let me give you an even bigger disclaimer than that. I'm a newbie to like this type of reality TV show. Don't you um, love it? It's definitely. I I can confirm now after watching two episodes. It's still not really my thing. <laughs> can you see why it's my? I can thing? see why it's a lot of people's thing because it is full of drama. It is entertaining. It's definitely entertaining. Yes, it is. Oh my god. So, but so I guess to give a a rundown on I guess on what I saw, it's a lot of pettiness, you know. It's high school all over again, honey. Like, and oh. these are middle aged white women. Like some of them. Who's the oldest? <laughs> oldest one is is Dorinda's. Ramona. Oldest? Okay. Yeah, she's like in her sixties. She's almost twice uh, uh, Leah's age, right? Leah's in her forties. She's the no, youngest. No, Leah. One. I wrote it down. Leah in that episode. I don't know when it was recorded. She said she was thirty-seven. Yeah. What? Wow. If that's the case, she's a little bit older than me. Her and I could be friends. Interesting. Okay. Well, I trust so, you then. You I, took your notes, so yeah, I trust I, I, you. Yeah, I took notes. I did a little highlighting and everything just to make sure that I could, like, you know. He's so studious, people. He's so studious. Now you can tell that he's a musician because he gets in the shed and he does shit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I guess one example of the pettiness, and maybe I'm going out of order, but this is the last thing that I saw. Uh, yeah. The fashion show bit where... So gives, um Leah gets that, uh, the outfit, the, the outfit. Clearly not up to par with everybody else. It's not New York Fashion Week whatsoever. What was Sonia thinking? Yeah, so that that wasn't really cool. And it was clear when she pulled it out of the thing. It's like, uh, nah, this is not going to work. You are obviously... You you didn't like it? I mean, she's clearly underdressed compared to everybody. So, okay, well, here's my question. So if you were going out on a date and a girl that you were going out with, if she showed up in that outfit, how would you feel about that? Well, I mean, it depends on where we're going, but I'm not, I, I have no plans now or in the future ever to take a date to New York Fashion Week. If I did, if I did, <laughs> she wouldn't be wearing that. Like, and that's not, that's not because I would be telling her that's just her own fashion sense. Like, and I don't watch New York fashion week, but just from that episode that she was not, she was dressed for the occasion. 
Right, right. Yeah, so Leah got the sweatsuit. Honestly, Sonia has really cute clothes in her collection. For her to give her, I think the reason why Sonia gave her the sweatsuit is because Leah does her own line of athleisure. It's called Married to the Mob. That's Mm -hmm. her line. And hers is a little bit more rugged, a little bit more edgy. And I think that's why Sonia gave it to her. But I also think you saw the episode when the vibrator was Mm -hmm. in the chicken. Yeah. What'd you th- tell me about your so thoughts with that, that? That was just classic. That whole episode oh my God. was like, what? That was my introduction <laughs> to the whole, I haven't seen anything before that episode. When they're uh, outside, who is it? It was Tinsley, Leah, and later on, uh, Sonia. Sonia. So mm-hmm. they outside, butt-ass naked, jumping in the pool. And she's throwing it. tiki torches. Uh, my first thought is like, yo, she- you are going to burn the backyard up. Exactly. You're gonna burn the grass. Tiki torches around. So that wasn't smart. She's jumping in. So all of that was crazy. Yeah, that was. I was like, okay, this is what I'm in for. I understand. That was like that was like girls gone wild, middle aged women's style, or as you would say, middle aged white. Well, and here and here's what I'm here's what I'm (laughs) thinking now. I'm thinking because obviously I'm not a middle aged white woman, and I don't know a lot of middle aged white. (laughs) <laughs> Intimate, intimately. I'll get there soon. I'm gonna oh, get there soon. Sooner okay. <laughs> sooner than you think. My, keep my eyes on you over the next exactly. years. But here, here's what I'm thinking. That's probably a lot more common than I know. I'm not gonna lie. If you okay, so I know that you've seen the New York. You go see the other ones, the other franchises, it's just like that, maybe even equal to or even more. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think it's pretty common. But here's the other thing. A friend of mine who was on Darvell, he was my first male guest. You are my second male guest. So he said he wonders if they would act that way if they didn't have the money. What are your thoughts? You know, I, I they probably would because, well, I, I think the reason why that show is popular is because a lot of people relate to it either they see themselves in that or they wish to be able to live that type of life. Life. So I think they would because they're all women of, you know, you know, they're all pretty well off in their own ways and they got, they they got different ways. But if there were no cameras there, I feel like they would, it'd be the same. Which housewife that you saw, did you think was the most attractive to you? Like, which one did you think was pretty hot? Like you were like, oh, you're middle-aged, but yeah, uh, hey. Luann. Ooh, you're down for the countess, I, I would have eh? to say Luann, yeah. Oh, why She's is that? She's the one flirting with everybody. Yeah, she wanted the, she wanted the dog groomer to right, groom right, her and all right. that shit. Uh, so Luann, okay. Tinsley, Leah. Well, I, and I told you this before we got on, before the listeners. It took me an episode and a half to figure out how to tell uh, Leah and Tinsley apart. I just couldn't do it. Seriously? Yes, yes, yes. Now, since you know me pretty well, I would say that you know me pretty well, even though it's been a minute since we've seen each other, right? So if you could, with the episodes that you've seen, which housewife do you see me in the ladies? If that makes yeah, sense. No, I, as soon as you said, you know me pretty well, I knew where this was going. Oh! <laughs> I'm more likely to have you relate to the two youngest ones just on age but okay think well definitely not tinsley yeah i was gonna say if you pick tinsley then you don't know me definitely (laughs) she's the farthest away 
But the other one, uh, I mean, quick answer, Leah. Yeah. I feel like yes. I feel like that's that's I don't know enough about all of the characters to fully say that, but you're hey, celebrating like I got the right answer. I, I mean, I'll take it. If you would have said Dorinda, I would have loved it. If you would have said Sonia, she's a little over the top, but I love her so much. She used to be married to uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, you know, Chase Bank. She used to be married to one of those guys. Yeah, I know. They had a whole fight about her not letting that last name go. I know. <laughs> Leah's like, fuck J.P. Morgan. And she's like, I will. Get me another one. <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, it's amazing with what she says. Like, it's ridiculous. So, okay, so I'd be more of a Leah. I'll take that. I think that's a compliment. I think she's pretty amazed. I did find this past episode, her baby daddy, who was never her husband, but they had their 12-year-old daughter together. And I guess he went to her studio or <laughs> something when she was talking about her line with someone else. And I guess... Um, his name is Rob, the baby daddy. And he was saying, hey, you drank at Ramona's mm -hmm. house. I don't think that was a good idea. Because I guess back in the day, Leah was pretty cray cray. And she would get into trouble and shit with her drinking. And I guess she was, I think she did drugs when she was like super younger. She got a um, oh no, she went to rehab, right? Luann went to, your, your countess went okay. to rehab. Okay. Leah, she just, she went to jail um, when she was younger, but she ended up getting a nice little settlement because I guess one of the cops who went after her, she had like a knee, a knee jerk reaction because the cop came up and grabbed her because they were actually mm -hmm. after her boyfriend at the time and they were in the subway. And then when the cops came to get her, she like hit the cop. And then I guess the cop took her and like put her face down in the concrete or whatever multiple times. So she got a settlement for like $75,000 and oh, she wow. took that money and then she took that money and she put it in her collection, the married to the mob. And that's how her company started. So, but that whole thing was the whole jail. Look at thing. that. Middle-aged white women get settlements when police roll from up, huh? <laughs> dude, that's right, dude. Seriously. Only in New York, yeah. honey. Only in New York. I'm going to file York. that in category of observations that you have to laugh at to keep from getting pissed off. <laughs> I know. I, seriously, I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't right. even. So this past episode, the fashion show, if you were to determine which women like have a little cat fight, not necessarily like physical fight, just bickering that you recall. Uh, I mean, I, for the for the for the whole episode, I feel like, the, you know, it centers around Sonia's show and, you know, Sonia and Leah, I got that's like the duel to me. I mean, there, yeah. there's arguments leading up to that because, you know, they're, sure. they're at lunch and Sonya's on her phone. They're at, what's her name? Pamela Rowland's fashion show. Oh, look at I'm you! Like, I'm my notes here. Oh. I, I had to come prepared. I've never seen this. I love that. If I didn't that. write any of this down, I'd be like, oh, what's her face? Was talking to what's her face? And that makes for oh, a terrible episode. This is, let me tell you, this is why I so love what you. Was, what was I saying? Oh, so Sonya and, and Leah's Leah. fight. Yeah. yeah, that's like the, that's the thing. That's that's the jam. Okay, so the other thing I have to say, weekly shade that is thrown, I would say it is from Dorinda, and it is about Ramona eating her oysters because Ramona doesn't like to share her oysters. They were at a lunch, mm -hmm. and everyone was waiting to order because they were waiting for Leah because she came late to right. lunch. 
But Ramona didn't want to wait and she ordered her oysters and mm-hmm. she didn't want to share. Let's see. Okay, so Dorinda said, Ramona eating an oyster, it's like watching a porn flick. You know, she guards her oysters like Neptune's treasure, the fruit of the sea. Mm. First of all, have you ever had an oyster? Uh, once before, on my first cruise ship contract, I tried it. And I re- I don't remember being disgusted. I was like, okay, I, I get why this is a thing. See, I've never had one. It, it looks a little too gross. For They're like too slimy looking. Well, I don't remember it being... I remember like having to chew it up a little bit. You, you know? See, I thought you just swallowed it. Yeah, and that's the impression that I had. But when I ate it, it was maybe it was how I had it. Maybe it was how they were prepared. But I couldn't like just you know, swallow it because like it was actually the way that it cooked, it was actually like cooked into the the shell a little bit. So it wouldn't just fall out of the shell. Oh. So maybe I maybe I didn't have well prepared oysters. That's totally a possibility. Right. That was the one and only time I've ever had so and I was in Vietnam actually. That was on the cruise ship. Interesting. Okay. Do you miss the cruise ship? No. No. I mean, seriously? Right, right now is a terrible time to be on the ship because all of the crew members, I'm still connected on social media. They're all... They're, they're still on they're it. They're just, yeah. They're just... They're Etsy. stuck. Yep. Could yep. you imagine? Yeah. Holy shit. That's terrible. Yeah. I would never want to be... I've never been on a cruise ship. I think I might be a little skeptical on going on them, especially for right now and maybe for the next few years. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. We are going to take a quick pause for the cause and you will potentially hear from a sponsor or you won't so i will be right back in just a few seconds or 30 seconds because that would be the ad coming in the middle so i'll be right back Alrighty now i'm back now let's get back to our topics honey real housewives of new york city so, yeah, you know what? Out of the episodes right now, I think that the Sonia's episode of the her fashion show, obviously, even though her clothes are really beautiful, I totally think that she was unprepared for it, unfortunately. I mean, you could even see it whenever the models started walking out. There was no music. There were no lights. No one knew what the hell was going on. They didn't even know when it was happening. So that was a hashtag fail on Sonia's part, even though I love her and I'm obsessed with her. And But yeah, I would say this past episode wasn't the most interesting to me, obviously. Obviously, I love there's a vibrator in the chicken. That is literally the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it brought vibrators to a new like a new level. I mean, I can't even tell you that was the most amazing thing. Didn't you love the fact that all the girls there were getting super schlossed? There was that one guy there. And then Sonia's like, I don't even know why Ramona likes you. What are you doing here? And then he looks at Ramona and he's like, I think I'm going to go. Yeah, it's time to go. That, I mean, what would you do if you were in that situation? First of all, you'd be around all those ladies. So don't even think about the housewives. This is just with girls that you may know. If you're like the only guy that's going to this thing, all the women that you know and are friends with or at least have met in your life. They're all there. They're getting tipsy, whatever, all that shit. And then all that's going down. Would you stay? Would you leave? No. So so before I give my answer, the, the full context of the situation, as I recall it, was was one of a bunch of people that who, uh, who, who it was uh, Ramona invited, right? Yes. And he was the only one who showed up. That's because there was another party. Exactly. So that's the context. Yes. If I were him in that exact situation, I probably wouldn't have stayed as long as he did. Because one, people that 
the other folks that I'm assuming that he know, would have known were supposed to be there yeah. weren't showing. And it turned into girls' night and this dude, what's his name? Was his name John, I think, or something? I don't even know. He wasn't that important enough for me but, to remember. But, it, but anyway, <laughs> I, you know, that's one of those things where you get there, you see what it is, and it's like, okay, this is basically girls' night. This is not, I shouldn't be here. This ain't my space. So you would feel uncomfortable. I would have been, not so much uncomfortable. It's just like, yo, I'm not, I, I shouldn't be here, you know? I feel like there are there are times when there's guy time and then there's girl time. And usually other folks know when like, okay, I you know, this ain't really when my it's guy time, girl time. Right, you know. And I would have been like I'd have been like, Oh, okay, I see what's happening. Yeah, I I'll catch y'all I'll catch y'all some other time. But isn't it funny because Ramona left her own hang to go to that party. Yeah. Which that's and what she had a friend there. What was her friend's name? I got this highlighted too. Elise. Elise, yeah. Yeah, she's a bitch. I don't like her. She's boring to me. Is that why you don't like her? Because she's boring. Yeah, I think she's the least drama. <laughs> Probably. I mean, honestly, like seriously, Brent. If you, if you. I really wish that this whole quarantine thing wasn't a thing. Well, obviously, too. I'm not in Chicago right now. I'm in Pittsburgh. But I feel like you would enjoy it in such a different way if I were sitting beside you and we watched it together. Maybe so. That's probably I so. think so. Because then I entertainment of watching you react to it instead of just watching. Because I feel like if you if you saw me oh. watching it, it would have been, it probably wouldn't have been that exciting to you. Because I did, there was a couple of moments, I'll tell you one moment that I did legitimately laugh. Oh my you God, know what tell it was? Me. Tell me. They're at the restaurant arguing about the oysters and the camera kept is the face of the waiter. The waiter's like, <laughs> waiter's looking around like, what? I legitimately laughed at that one moment because I was like, oh, that's me. That's me. It's like, yo, what is going on? Oh my god. That I didn't even I didn't even see his face. So I mean, was it just like in shock? No, no, it was go back and watch the episode. You'll you you'll know it now because you're aware of it. I saw it because I immediately it resonated with me because it was me. I'm looking at myself oh my like, god. oh snap. I probably look like that watching this TV right now. And I just cracked up laughing about it. I'm not even lying. So like I already I think I've seen that episode twice already, and I am impressed that you noticed something that I didn't. I do well, that's, that's that speaks to the subjectivity of all the like any kind of art or entertainment, you know. I mean, I'm still obsessed with the vibrator and the chicken. Like that Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and, that is and the most amazing thing. We don't know that she clamped that before she put that back in her purse or whatever. However it got to the party, we don't know that she before she brought it. Ooh, this brings me the next thing. So Leah, she's got a tramp stamp with her name on the back. Her tramp stamp's not on her back like most women's are. What are you talking about? It's on the it's on the bottom lower back. Wait, wait, wait. You're probably talking about Leah with her angel wings from her vagina. Yeah, that was a trip. Do you think that's pretty cool or are you turned I, off by I that? I don't know if... I don't even know because the con the context in which it was presented to me, I was just like, yo, crazy. You were shocked. Yeah, I was just You were shook. Because I think that was put on camera after the tiki torches mm -hmm. and he had stripped down and dipped into the pool and and, mm -hmm. and meanwhile there's this crazy party. So I was I was I was kind of shell shocked just watching the whole situation. 
Yeah, I didn't even know that you could do that. First of all, how many hours was she in the chair while she got that? Second of all, how bad did that hurt? Did it hurt like birth? I don't know because I've never given birth, but I would assume that it's probably not too comfortable. But if she has multiple tattoos already, maybe she just really likes the pain. I have no idea. I don't have a tattoo, so yeah, I Yeah, and know. I, I don't have any, so I wouldn't know either. But that pain thing could be real because there are people that are into pain like that. Masochism is, is a very real thing. That's so true. So that, that would be a part of her edgy nature. But she also, okay, so traditional tram stamp, lower back, right? Okay. She has her name on her lower back. What do you think about that? What are your I thoughts? I mean, most people don't, I don't know. I mean, most people don't get their own names tattooed on them. Exactly. My thought is, why? <laughs> why did you do that? That might be like a, uh, I don't know, she, that might be like her show, a showing of her narcissism. It, I wouldn't. Ooh. Shade thrown by Brent. Wait, wait, wait. I've only seen two episodes, so I don't really know these characters. I'm That's just, okay. You threw shade, and I loved it. That's what the show is all about. I'm honey. just riffing here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is a, a, a sign of her narcissism. I don't know. Most people, when they get tattoos, it's their family members, or grandma, grandpa, uncle, auntie, or kid, or like important dates or something, or significant others. Not. I feel like I should get a tattoo of my name and put it on the inside of my lips you know what i'm saying you know how people do that like in the inside of their lower lip why could you imagine i would never do that are you kidding me i would like cry myself i would cry a river like justin timberlake did over britney spears and i would never be able to live with myself but yeah i don't really know why i really don't know why she got that i'm assuming that she was probably super young when she did it mm. so but i'm not really sure what do you think of Dorinda? What's your impression of her? Because she's kind of a killer, kick-ass queen. I don't. She's the one that's having problems with her boyfriend. Yeah, John. I don't. I haven't. I don't feel like I've seen enough of her to really be able to say. Because like these two episodes, Leah's at the forefront, Tinsley's at mm -hmm. the forefront. Um, obviously Sonia's show, and then at the beginning of the first episode, you know, we have the uh, the Luann situation where she's like flirting with the the tennis teacher and the. The dog girl and whatnot. So I feel like Dorinda, it, in the two episodes that I've seen so far, she hasn't really gotten that much, yeah. you know, time. Yeah. Okay. So... Ooh, we'll finish this up. So at the beginning of the shows, you heard the taglines, right? So like, for example, Ramona said, I don't need to find love. I love myself. You know, it has their name and shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like the beginning. It's like the theme song that's playing and they're saying all the taglines. Yep, yep. The housewife taglines are essential. So I know that you're not a housewife. Okay. But let's just say you're a house husband. <laughs> What would your tagline be? Oh. Think about it. And I know that I literally just sprang this on you. I should have told you this earlier in advance so you could think about it. But if it were up to me, obviously would have something to do with you being a kick-ass musician. So, but it has to be something like, you know, Brent-like. Mm -hmm. If I had a tag, a tagline for this type of TV show... Don't even think about the TV show. Just like, what would your... Well, I guess you could. Like, if it were me, I know that the first time I talked about a tagline with one of my friends from a previous show, I said something about being an emotional basket case. So I would almost say, like, my updated one would be like, I'm an emotional basket case, and I don't give a fuck what you think, but I kind of do. No, you do. <laughs> Damn, you that's do. so true. See, people, he knows me so well. He knows me. See, that's my tagline, That though. I'll say that I don't give a fuck, but I really do. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. 
That's you right. Gotta put that, you gotta put that's, that last. That's true. Uh, that's true. But that's what makes me lovable. <laughs> At least what? that's what I tell myself. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. A tagline. I, I don't know. Um, Think like something. Um, I was originally thinking of this, right? So if you were like a keyboard player, because I thought about this and I was like, ooh, maybe it could be something like, I may tickle the keys, but I'll have a way to tickle your heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like something like okay. that. So, but like, I'd have to think of something with like the saxophone. You know, okay. So, you know, what just came to me, like thinking about right now, improvisation and not just right as a musician, but as a way of life, right? All of us are being tested right now, right? You had a plan for sure. And shout out to COVID-19. That plan is not, it, at the very least, the timeline that had is changed at the least at worst is totally up in the air so i would say because oh, improvisation is a lifestyle oh that's the tagline right there Impro or something like that improvisation is is a lifestyle my lifestyle there we go. I, I, I like that. snaps for you my friend say it one more time because it was so good improvisation is a lifestyle my lifestyle Shit, that's so much better than mine. That like <laughs> might be one of the best ones. That might be one of the best ones that I've I've heard. Not knacking my other guests. All yours were great, but there's something about this one that's just sort of like ugh, like calling to me for for whatever reason. It's like smooth. It's like cool. It's like mm, it's like milk chocolate in my mouth. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like good shit. It's good stuff. Love it. Yes. Okay. Well, tell everyone how they can follow you. He's an amazing, as I said, musician. He does all different genres. He's kick-ass at jazz. He is a composer as well. He does a lot of amazing things. Brent, tell us how we can follow you and tell us uh, what is going on after you're done with the quarantine. So um, you can find me on instagram at the underscore bgj um and on there you'll see some pictures of me playing some clips uh from gigs in the past and um some i call them rough takes you know things out sometimes while i'm playing either by myself or with uh jeremiah i'll just put you know record shout out to jeremiah by the way shout out to jeremiah yes we love him okay okay um so you can find me at the bgg the underscore bgj on instagram and um i'll be posting you know when shows come back because they are absent right now but when they come back um i'll be posting what i'm doing um and what's coming up and um sketches that i write and, and things of that nature so you can keep up with me there all right all right now thank you so much for being on the show you know i love you love you too Karen. he's amazing oh you're so sweet so thank you again and i'm gonna try to get your ass here again on my show hopefully it'll be where we can be like face to face and we don't have to do this zoom shit because like i got an extra mic here i got an extra pop filter Word. i am ready to Word. go thanks again my dear thank you for having me Alrighty, my peeps. So that was Brent Griffin on my show. He is to die. 
So basically, follow his ass on Instagram, see what he's up to, hear what he's doing with his music. He is a kick-ass saxophone player, as I said, dominating the city of Chicago, gigging all over the place. Currently not now, obvi, because we're in COVID-19 quarantine. But I assure you, whenever things open up again, you're going to see his ass all over town because he kills it. So y'all got to check him out. Listen to his stuff. It's amazing. Support him. Support live music. All that jazz. Yes, yes, yes. Honey. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Housewives New York City, honey, on Thursdays. Summer House Finale on Wednesday, followed by Virtual Reunion. That'll be interesting. Obviously, the Vanderpump Rules on Tuesday. Camp Getaway. Let's see if we all want to go to camp after we see the premiere. Like us on iTunes. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Follow us. Believe Podcast believe pop culture. Let's have a dialogue. I say that every week. I'm going to keep saying it until we get more people talking because I want to talk to all of you. Let's talk about Bravo, my people. Okay. Yes. Happy Monday. Be safe. Be healthy. Watch Bravo. Have a drink. Your girl will catch you later. See you guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.